Hello, welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason. This week, Dana Ehrman and I welcome returning favorite, my husband, Ryan Mason. We watched season seven, episode seven of Southern Charm. You can follow Dana on Twitter and Instagram at airhead, that's E-H-R underscore head, and Ryan on Twitter at Qdoba Gooding Jr. and Instagram at RyanMason18. You can follow us on Twitter at T-O underscore pod and Instagram at Welcome to Reality MKE. And finally, please download, subscribe, and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. And now, on to the show. Welcome to Reality. I'm Nicole Torpy Mason here again with Dana Ehrman. Hi, Dana. How's it going? Very well. And we have a guest today. Our guest is hilarious comedian, uh, my husband, father of my children, Ryan Mason. Welcome, That's Ryan. That's right. I fucked her. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> what is, that? is that how you start every show? <laughs> Uh, happy to be here. Glad to have you back. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? How has the show been going without me? Have you been listening? I did listen a little bit, actually. Mm. You know, what? I, I was going to ask too. Like, what do the numbers look like? Is it is it going well? Or? We're we're doing all right. I That's will say, good. yeah. Yeah, I listened to, uh, the other day. So, if you don't know about like what. Um, dads do during the pandemic <laughs> they do the dishes uh-huh. uh five times a day so i pop i pop you on uh you know while i do the dishes and it was fun i was like i, I can't even remember what it was but i was like they need to say this this is the <laughs> the thing that they need to say in my head and eventually dana got to it and i was like oh they're on my level and we're speaking the same language so Thank and i God. think it was very funny so you <laughs> Now, what do you mean you're doing dishes five times a day? Y'all have a dishwasher. Yeah. Right. But I'm like, I'm like, you have, you rinse the dishes and then you put them in the dishwasher in a certain way. It, yeah. So yes, we're running the dishwasher like five times a day. Okay. Well, that's different. Just so you know. <laughs> From a person who lives by themselves and washes one plate. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot different. <laughs> Shout out to your plate. One plate, one spoon, one fork. That's all you need. No, I've been cooking some HelloFresh boxes, like actual mm. cooking. Nice. Shit gets messy. Whoa. All right. Shout out to using a pan also. <laughs> <laughs> right. getting, things are getting wild over here <laughs> in the 414. I don't even feel comfortable telling you any more than that. That's all I need to all know. Right. So do you like this show, Dana? Uh, <laughs> well, first, let's say the show we watched this week was Southern Charm. It was season seven, episode seven, 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 baby. This has been on for seven seasons. Oh, I love this show. Oh, my I God. I aggressively love it. Um, so <laughs> I, I want you to know the first thing I wrote down in my notes was who are these people? Yes. <laughs> sure. Who are they and why have they been given the show? I. <laughs> They're interesting in in a way, right? Yeah. Just I'd hoped. Uh, <laughs> they. How would you describe this group of people? I guess is my question. Let's start there because, like, I think the three of us would like describe this group of people differently, right? 
me running the show again. No, that's fine. Please do. Uh, no, I, I mean, so I will, I will say that like Southern Charm generally is about a group of privileged folks who live in the South. Yes. So a lot, but like, there's also like a couple who actually are not as privileged, and so they have to like day job it. But this season is actually a like they kind of revamped the cast. Oh my god! Mostly those poor people be- day job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, it's. I mean, part of it is like how gross it is that like how wealthy they are and stuff like. And they talk. I don't know if they did. They talk on this episode, but was the statue part of this episode? No, I don't remember. Um, well, they talk a little bit about like how um, Catherine, one of her like relatives, had a statue in a park that they were going to take down because he was like a oh, slave really? owner, and she was just like, I don't care, it doesn't matter. And like the one woman on the cast was like, but you should care. Like it's not, it's certainly not your fault, but like it would be helpful if you can like said, this is my relative we should be taking these down you know what i mean and so there there's some of that so like you know i didn't think we were gonna get this deep (laughs) (laughs) i know day jobs (laughs) but then like austin and craig do not come from like this old money and so like there's a lot like shep is old money and austin and craig are not and so it's like it's kind of like that's part of it too i guess what's your what's your take dana (laughs) I mean, that's basically what my take was, is that here's a group of people like, oh, they got problems, don't they? And I'm being sarcastic. Like, they, <laughs> life is charmed. Well, part, part, I will also say that this was kind of a, um, a weird episode, but part of it was because, like, half of the cast got COVID at some point during this, and it not, like, I, it's, we all take COVID seriously, but they were like going out to bars and partying and then they were like, whoa, we all got COVID. So there was like, like two episodes where everyone was like talking through windows and stuff. So, <laughs> so right. it's been a strange season. So I feel like, yes, privilege entered my mind when I was watching these people. Like they're all white people too, right? The no. show is primarily white people. Primarily, but... Leva uh, is on the show. I don't remember who that person is. The woman. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I do remember yeah. who that person is. She seemed charming. Yeah. She's Persian. And uh, yeah, it just seemed like a lot of people who had like kind of a, a good situation and they were trying to make it sound uh, sympathetic or like bad in some way to not bad. I'm not saying that these people were like trying to, to, to be like make their problems seem bigger than they were, but they were trying to make themselves interesting through you know problems that would would exist in the narrative right so but to me it was like a little unbecoming that they were like my life's so hard this hot girl won't date me and like <laughs> which is is self-centered like some of the people seem self-centered not all of them though i actually thought the woman who was like super rich and had a butler i was like she doesn't seem as self-centered because she's Patricia? so inter- she seems so interested in other people you mean my goal in life <laughs> yeah i was like this is the pr- i should hate this old bag like right i should hate her right but i was like i actually like her and want to drink mar- martinis with her right like and she, she was like a little self-deprecating i love when she referred to the fact that her and her butler are like 500 years old yeah right michael just a 
goddamn delight that michael i yeah, love he, him he picks a cocktail every day at five o'clock he has to make her her particular martini and it's like a it's like he has to put like the ice in a bag and then you mallet it in the bag it's like a weird thing that i don't know i'm not smart enough to or like fancy enough and we have well established i am not the fancy one <laughs> are yeah, you the fancy one dana no i think i think <laughs> i didn't mean to say no so quickly dana <laughs> now, go ahead dana how do we begin uh, <laughs> with with whom do we begin um i think should we can we talk about michael for a little bit yeah how does he find himself working with a woman <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of her backstory. Like, I feel like her, like, she, I, I feel like she made it. She bought him at an antique shop. <laughs> she was at an antique, like, it's like that movie, The Toy, where the, the dad's like, you could have anything in the toy store. And the, and the kid's like, I want Richard Pryor, <laughs> a guy who's here. Like, I feel like that's what she, like her situation with Michael was like, why everything in here is priceless, but I'll have this gentleman right here if you'll fix him up. And he was like, I live with you now. Like that I feel like that's how it happened. Well it is he is older and I'm just <laughs> like, at what point can he hang his, you know, butler apron up and why would he though? Would you think he would want to? He has like a purpose, he has a place to stay, cleaning up dog shit everywhere he goes, apparently just shit all over the house. But she has like, you know, she's again, this is my dream life. She has like fifteen dogs or something and then she's I'm assuming got like, he's not the only person taking care of her too do you think there's like uh maids like people cleaning cleaners yeah probably yeah yeah, yeah. And do you think they're white <laughs> this is probably not right? this is tough <laughs> <laughs> just something that should be pointed out well i do i want to just to give a little background so um patricia's son whitney is um used to be a cast Whitney member to come to sherman <laughs> um used to be a cast member now he's like a guest but he actually is the producer of the show oh and he was that guy who showed up who, who looked like he had like a he had like a weird mustache like a over. yeah yeah okay well i don't know you have to be more specific on this show with oh. that <laughs> diarrhea <laughs> um so that so there is a little bit of like put upon where like she has the men over for dinner has women over and is like tell me about your life or whatever so there's a little bit of that but like um he he's the producer of the show and like she was like on kind of here and there in the first season and of course everyone was like we need more, more we need more of her yeah did you feel that way dana absolutely absolutely she's um she was undoubtedly the best part of hmm. episode agreed Mm-hmm. And uh, and you said she has like fifteen dogs or whatever. Yeah, because was it Whitney who saw one of the dogs named Chauncey, and he was <laughs> like, "Look at this dog! He just like pisses and shits with impunity." I'm like, "Yeah, it's a dog." <laughs> <laughs> like she's got butlers and maids. They clean up after the dogs. Yeah. Like. I didn't think that I agreed I, when when that scene was happening I was like I understand his objection but also it's like 
you're you have no solutions and like you have like so what is your are you gonna train this dog what is the deal your mom is like in her 60s or 70s probably in her 70s yeah at least and like you're you're telling her she needs to like train these dogs more like get get out of here (laughs) like quit drinking all her her Red stripe, loser. Yeah, red stripe. We had a long conversation about the red stripe situation. Like, <sighs> have you ever ordered a red stripe, Dana? You're from West Dallas, Wisconsin, so I think this. Have you ever ordered a red stripe? I think one time, one time I did because of the commercials that I used to see. Okay. Like- sports center with my brother and i thought it would be funny you're like let me see what this is all about and then you had it and you're like okay it's a light beer <laughs> but yeah i feel like red stripe is the thing like when you're like i wasn't a beer drinker until i was old like probably until so i went was... to the islands <laughs> yeah no until probably until i started like being old enough to go to bars where you you like you know it's cheaper right like or you get like the most garbage liquor in the on the planet but i feel like red stripe is the one that you're like this is a little fancier than like a high life or like a paps and then but like you not. you just drink it and you're like oh it's not it's actually yeah. not <laughs> yeah for sure i thought that was curious i do like what is the old woman's name pat patricia patricia I, she she seemed like a delight yeah. It should just be a show about her because once they introduce these other people, these <laughs> especially the men, I, I should I should say I found the men really off putting and one of the women uh to be kind of unsettling as well. Oh, which woman? Yeah. Uh the really hot one. Madison. Who, who you told me said some pretty, pretty oh, Catherine? bad things. Yeah, yeah. Catherine. Oof. Oh, so yeah. Do you know her? Uh, her? Do you know her, <laughs> Dana? I've, we've never had the pleasure. No. <laughs> do I know her? <laughs> well, you're a young person. I know you get out. <laughs> You've had COVID, so obviously you're doing. You're you're in the scene. Oh yeah, all the people who have had COVID, we all know each other. You could have quarantined with Craig yes. and the ladies, you know. God. Um. Wait, what? Were you unsettled by her when I told you that or before I told you that? Yes. <laughs> what did you think yes. of her, Dana? Yeah, I mean, the the racist emoji, not great. She claims that she did not know that a, a monkey was offensive towards black people, but I would counter and say, why would you use it? If you didn't know, that's a really yeah. Can we unpack this a little bit, Nicole? Give us the breakdown of what this woman did and what her name is. What's her name? Catherine. Catherine. So Catherine, (laughs) boy, can I break down Catherine? In thirty seconds, go. Okay, Catherine is very insulated because she was like nineteen when she started the show. She got with this guy called Thomas Ravenall, who who was on the show. Old money, old dude, like very whatever. So everyone's very like. That's why they were saying everyone's defending her for no reason. What she did was she got one of her friends was like posting about Trump or something, and a local, uh, like morning, (laughs) no, yes, was it like was a a Trumper? And so, okay, 
she's she states she is not pro-Trump. She doesn't like Trump. But what she was doing was defending her friend when a local like morning show person was like make like clowning on the girl for posting about Trump. Okay. And then they got into a back and forth. And Catherine says that she got mad because she was just like, leave my friend alone, blah, blah, blah. And the woman kept giving them hearts, like liking them. And she was like, she was being dismissive. So then I was just like, if you're going to be dismissive, I'll be dismissive. I'll be racist. And this is how much I care about this. And she said it was the silliest emoji I could find. Now, the real story is like... Hold on. I want to pause right there. That is Catherine's side. I I will give you... I do not... I just... Wait, before you interrupt, I just want to clearly state, I do not believe her. Okay. (laughs) Fine. Okay, fine. (laughs) Now, Dana, if I am like... You and I are texting or whatever, right? And I'm like, Dana's not paying attention. I am going to send her the silliest emoji (laughs) I can find. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. let's say that's my intention, right? Am I sending you a monkey? Even like, even like devoid of race. She she was also, but it was supposed to be silly, but also clowning. Or something, right? Like, or something like that. Or like a. I think the obvious choice is the eggplant. Well, that I'm not going to send that to. That was my point exactly. Was that like (laughs) you did know it was racist because that is not the silliest emoji you could find. That wouldn't even crack my top fifteen. Yeah, exactly. It would crack my top ten of like what is the potentially most racist emoji I could send. I was just going to say I don't think I've ever used the monkey emoji for anything. I don't think I have at all. No, I can't. I can't imagine ever. Maybe like they hear when they they have. Did they have the ones that covered their ears or something like that? Yeah, they. Okay. Yeah, they have those. Maybe ones. I've had that one where I send it to my dad, and I was like, Don't, "I can't listen to all this racism." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, she's she's full of shit. Yeah, because yeah, she's uh, totally full. The of shit. Uh, so I was following her when this was happening in real time because i was like what's why is Catherine fighting with someone whatever um and like she said something to the effect of like you're using your minority status as a shield or something oh to that God. effect so well, it was racist yes absolutely and it, it so that like there there's literally a scene i think in the last episode where like her employer fired her her employer not bravo Right. Um, said, <laughs> said that like she's like it the monkey emoji was obvious was obviously a problem but there was more it, there was so much more to the conversation that was problematic it wasn't like she was being respectful and out of the blue used that emoji and like everyone jumped on her because that's kind of the angle she was suggesting was happy like she kind oh, of okay. like acted like oh i was very respectful up until that point and i just used the wrong emoji well they have a conversation at the beach house of two gentlemen, one of which is like in love with her, right? Like one of those men, <laughs> right? Is that right? Wait, which beach house? Now I don't I even remember. She comes over for a beer with the two Chad. Oh, Austin and Craig? Yeah, Chad and Chad. And uh, <laughs> they have a conversation where she is less than thoughtful <laughs> about dealing with the circumstances yeah. of that. Now, here's the problem for me. Uh, like, probably existentially in some way or whatever but like um she's hot why is that a problem because she's racist right like 
So I think Wait, for some what? of the view, for male <laughs> viewers, they're probably, if they were watching this, they're like, well, that's bad. You shouldn't be racist, right? But they're probably willing to put up with a lot of bullshit as men are. Who's been the hottest on the show, though? Yeah. Who's the hottest on the show? Madison. Madison. Who's, which one's that? Um, she needs to leave Austin the fuck alone. The the woman who broke up with Austin, there was a scene where she oh, came to yeah. like... Yeah, she is hot. Yeah. She looks like... Uh, who did I say that person looks like? I think... Did you say Kristen Cavallari? No, I said... Uh, who's the person? <laughs> 98 Degrees. Uh, Jessica Simpson. She looks like Jessica Simpson. Oh. I think. Whatever. Either way. I actually think you said Ashley Simpson, but... No, how dare. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> never elevate that woman to that status. Come on queen <laughs> oh, okay we're learning a lot but no, today. like the woman's like racist right i think we everybody's agreeing that she's racist she hasn't been thoughtful about her response to like being called out for it i think so the, it's like it's still in her she still has all that evil inside of her and yet yeah you're just like i can let that slide because she's very hot you can let racism slide for hotness i don't think so but when like watching this show I, i'm assuming that's what oh you're saying they you, were saying that you should clarify that Oh, yeah, not me. I definitely <laughs> would put my foot down. I'd be like, oh, wow, you're being very open about that. Maybe more than you should. just be, be like, uh, I don't want to date somebody who would be racist. Yes, yeah. number one. That's mm -hmm. my number one thing. Second thing, close second, would be like, I don't want to get in an argument with somebody or have my like wife or girlfriend start a fight that begins with them being racist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's that's hard to a really tough road to hoe where you're like, look guys, <laughs> we all came here to have a good time. And then my girlfriend did something very racist. <laughs> right. But you but, <laughs> yeah. Like that puts you in the worst spot ever. Right. You can't. So I guess the question is, Dana, how racist can a guy be if he's real hot? <laughs> like, what's the hottest guy that like, you can think of and how racist would you like to be? <laughs> well, no, I'm actually trying to look at it from the perspective of who, what hot guys in Hollywood have we found out were racist? Mel Gibson. Not hot. When he was young. Sexiest he was man alive. I, I think the... I mean, I will say that my current, it's not racism, but my current um, problem is Shia LaBeouf. Oh, oh, Shia, yeah. It's a problem. I know our kids really like Chris Pratt, and he has like an internet problem that's like, he's, he's a, he he's goes like to a, a church guy or whatever. I don't know that that's true, but he goes to a church that, that thinks being gay is wrong and like believes in like conversion therapy and okay. shit like that. Well, yeah, that's a problem too. Okay. Yeah, what a sad thing to be. And he was up. married to Anna Ferris. Well, I like her, Team Anna Ferris. Well, they broke up. So she's fun. He's married to but, a Schwarzenegger now. Sorry, Dana, go. I, no, I totally agree though that like Chris Pratt immediately became like unattractive to me when all that yeah. stuff came out. So I really I couldn't couldn't tolerate any of that nonsense just because they're hot. That's a good <laughs> lesson. That's like yeah, like train your body to be like racism is a turn off. That's that's a good thing to have. <laughs> Right. So if you're listening out there and you're a young person and you're like ha filling out that thing for, you know, like turn ons and turn offs. What? what? If you're a Playboy model. Wait, what thing? <laughs> Straight racism on there and try to live by that code. Right. 
I do like the idea of like a, a bachelor bachelorette person like fill because they fill out those like forms yeah, be like right? my turnoffs racism. <laughs> I agree. Who's gonna <laughs> who's gonna argue? Like never thought it needed to be said, but it does. That is that's actually good advice for a bachelorette though. Right? Like if you if you're a bachelorette, like no I, I shouldn't say no way because i'm sure on bachelor or bachelorette there's been issues of race or whatever but. yeah and i'd say like in the 35 seasons they've had one uh bachelor who's going to be not white which is coming up and two women and it, one was like a replacement but to me it's like my name is i Ryan. heard she's great i don't want to i love you know hanging out with my boys watching some hoops you know that's what i like to do my turnoffs genocide uh <laughs> racism uh i don't like nuclear weapons it's <laughs> just like really big issues you know like like uh like he's hot <laughs> yeah <you're> really hot. <laughs> i'm actually pro uh nuclear weapons <laughs> like uh, but he's very hot so <laughs> well okay so yeah Catherine's problematic but i i will say that like they they very much um like kind of like what the women are arguing about is that like Craig and Austin and like up until this point Pat has turned on her now but up until this point um Patricia was like sort of in her defense too the first decision she hated her and then they came around but because this Thomas Ravenaugh who was like her dad's age or he's like twice her age uh got her knocked up like twice at like 19 what? 19 and then 20 whatever and then yeah and then like her first season she was like 19 he was like 50 he like knocked her up and then like got her pregnant again treated her like shit like got fired from the show because he like sexually assaulted a woman uh, allegedly i don't know that it's been whatever but also he's like a disgraced politician who got did, like kicked out of office for like cocaine use or something like that well let's not rule everything <laughs> so right. he was on the show for like three or four seasons he's no like shot. one of whitney's best friends <laughs> wow and he shows up in like an early episode of this season but then he knocked up another woman so he, what? yeah so my point is they insulate her a little bit because they're just like oh he like destroyed her like she was preyed upon by like yeah 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 okay well yeah nothing to do with the racism but <laughs> no 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 i that's what i'm saying like it, oh, yeah. i'm not defending her i'm saying that's why austin and craig are like a little like protective of her because he she just really but she also like claimed that one of the cast members husband was cheating on her in like the first episode and so she quit the show cameron from real world used to be on the show okay that doesn't seem good. Yeah. So, I mean, she's messy is what I'm saying. Yeah, very messy. She probably should have gotten fired from the Does show. Does that mean you like her? Because no. Because she's, like, drama? No, I I did feel bad for her for a couple seasons. I felt like, you know, whatever. But, like, I, I'll tell you, my favorite person on this entire show, entire series, is Danny. And I don't like the way she treated Danny. Now, which one's Danny? Danny is the blonde one who was, like... Her, yeah, she's a woman who was like squinty eye. Yeah, um, um, she looks like that woman who does internet videos who just got signed. (laughs) I'm still unclear. Um, let me think about what she did in this this episode. I don't know if she was. She might not have been in this episode. Now that I'm thinking about it, she was not because he made a point of telling me that she was not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. 
she's like this weird like i think she's like a friend of like which is a thing bravo does where they're not like a full castmate but like she should be no i love that on the wikipedia page where it showed cast members and like when they're in the show and sometimes they would just say friend and i was yeah. like that's freaking weird <laughs> That basically means Bravo pays them, but they're not a full-time cast member, so they're not being paid, like, the same amount. So, they, like, so they're basically obligated to be in a certain number of episodes, but they're not a full cast member. Okay. Gotcha. Do we want to just go through the cast? Because this yeah, show is, it was really been, so. choppy because it's, like, right in the middle of COVID and things were weird on the, in this season, but... Um, so we've talked about Pat and yeah, Catherine. Yeah, like really happens. They kind of go to parties randomly throughout the episode. We can talk a little bit about that, but, yeah... Just talk about yeah, the like the the crab boil. Like, was that? There it's was a low country boil. But it's a what? It's called a low country boil. A low country boil, but I mean, what was the purpose? You know, it was like it's like a hang. I think it's kind of like up here, like a brat fry. Like it's like equivalent to like, uh, but maybe on like a bigger scale. Like, what would we do as like Wisconsinites if it's like okay, more people than just like people coming over for brats like if there was a, like a pig roast maybe or something like that or or like on a smaller scale i don't know what ribs and stuff like that it's just okay. like a grill and hang kind of thing you okay. know well i w- so every season she for has us, it's just a cheese ball <laughs> <laughs> i'm from illinois so it's like italian beef night you know and right. yeah but um so every season pat Patricia has a like women's dinner party and a men's dinner party with the cast members. And that's when she like stokes the flames, asks all the, you know, gossips with them or whatever. Um, but their, their men's one got canceled because of like COVID restrictions. Um, so then she, like, they kind of like put this together. So once COVID restrictions were lifted because they're in the South and they got lifted for whatever reason, um, she decided to do to do that because they could do it outdoors. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got you. So at that, all the men are hanging out. Yeah. Um, let's talk about some of the men. Then. Sure. Um, okay. Let me say I don't. I'm really bad with the names on on these shows. In real life, I'm really good at names, but on these shows, I'm I'm usually pretty bad. Well, so, all like they all look the same to me. Correct. These, the this particular brand of white people. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> somewhat tan, always wearing a hat, which throws me off. Like yeah. a lot of like trucker hats in this or like flat brim hats in this, mm-hmm. which I'm like, it just, throw, your whole face doesn't exist if you're wearing like a flat brim hat to me. You you are the hat now. You may as well not have a head. Some of them like honestly did look facially similar to me. And I was just like, well, I give up. You should wear a flat brim <laughs> hat. Where's your Where's your family from? Are they from the Do you have any southern roots to you? No southern roots. <laughs> no sir. No, <laughs> my, no sir. My pappy came from no. Um. So I'll just start with the. Can I start with the, the tall guy, the taller guy who, uh, tried to put a moratorium on people hitting on his lady who's not his lady. Austin. Okay, Austin. Austin. Yeah. So like. I, we we watched this together, mm-hmm. and uh, we also watched with our my brother in law who was staying with us, who is another you know another cishet white dude like me, and we just found that scene to be so awkward. It was so awkward to watch this guy Austin like lay things out uh, about how like calling dibs on a girl. I guess I, was what it <laughs> seemed like or whatever like. 
about a girl he doesn't date. Um, yeah, are you talking about when he talks to John Pringle and is like, <laughs> hey, is, if you want to continue to be friends, she is off limits? Yeah. yeah. Did you think that was weird? Um, or were you like, I wish a guy had the balls to say that to all of his friends? I, I guess I was shocked at like the straightforwardness because there are, he's you he, he could either have just like thought it or he could say it and now it's out there <laughs> yeah that's a thought i would keep to myself that's the difference between like a reality star and a normal person you just you don't keep those things to yourself you say them out loud you know Dana, what okay <laughs> i just want to put this out so dana and i have done stand-up comedy for a long time february will be 10 years for me doing stand-up Oof. comedy and what it's what a great way to come into 10 years but like <laughs> We have a lot of times where we're hanging out at the back of a show. If you heard two comedians be like, if you try, try to date her, then you and I are done as friends. What would we do like as comedians? Like, do you think we'd support the person who said that? Or do you think we would be like, that's weird, <laughs> right? Like, what would you do in that situation? I mean, I think it's weird, but I think it's one of those things, like I said, like, that is the way people feel and that is the way that they like want their friends to go about the situation. Like they want their friends to like stay away from their exes and everything. So I, it's weird, but I think it's like better said than not, I guess. Like maybe not. You came awesome. You're like, you're like, he should say that. I'm not even saying it's right, but I'm saying you know that he would just privately stew over it um, if he didn't say it. So, Dana, so I, I agree with you. We had this conversation while we were watching the show, and I was like, I think the way he said it was weird because he said it very, like, um, like, possessively. Like, that was mine, and now you can't have it. And I didn't like that. But I think if 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 he were to say something of, like, I'm just not over it yet, and if you're going to date her, I, I don't want to be around that. Like, I, I think that would have been less weird. But, like, that, Ryan was like, that's also weird. <laughs> I just felt like it was – I get what you're saying there when you fra frame it that way. I think, like, as a person who's had to grow up and, like – heterosexual male culture I, if I heard a guy saying that I'd be like okay well I guess we won't be hanging out though <laughs> because I'm gonna be uh, having sex with your ex-girlfriend <laughs> you know what I mean like that's just like it's it's a very and like I don't want to I don't want to come off as chauvinist or um, I will never come off as too masculine but <laughs> but like uh I, I, it's just it's just kind of a loser's mentality to be like I still retain the rights to that person even though they're gone it's well, like I agree with when you wave a player like they can play on other teams you know what I mean well yeah I mean of course they can I mean I agree with Nicole that the better message would have been like not acting like you have the authority to say it or like that you know you have ownership or anything but just like you know, it's going to be hard to be friends with you. 
because it's gonna hurt if you do that yeah but i think that's probably like part of like total toxic masculinity is just like as a man you're you you are willing to like forego friendship right you'd be like well what do i need a male friend for like you know what i mean like as a as a man like i'm sure that's embedded in my like personhood right and so the guy who he was talking to austin was talking to um i don't remember that guy's name he also wore a hat john pringle john pringle (laughs) was was just like we're 35 (laughs) or you know he's like we're why why are we having these conversations of like you know we should be done talking about our feelings no that's not what you're saying but he was like he was like guy code i think is what he was but i think it's but but she broke up with him, which I think makes a difference. If he had broken up with her, I don't think he would have any claim over that. N- not claim, but you know what I mean? Any, cl- any like right to say that. Yeah. Second, would it change your mind if I told you that while they were dating and were still doing well, John Pringle was like, your girl's hot. I'm coming for her. I mean, that wouldn't be great. Because he did. Uh, that wouldn't be because that's what he did. I mean, that would make me feel like he doesn't respect my time. Who looks at John Pringle and is like, I'm threatened by that guy. He's John Pringle. I mean, is he related to the Pringle throne? Do like I sincerely was like, if somebody was like, yeah, Pringles are from South Carolina, and he's his dad is William Pringles, <laughs> the inventor of Pringles. So they like made a joke about that on the first episode, and I have tried to Google it, and I can't, I can't that figure it out. That probably means it's true. That probably means that he is like. Because he said Pringles. something like someone was like, and yes, it's that Pringles, but like it was in a joking manner, and so I don't really. And I tried to Google it and look like wikied and stuff, and I couldn't yeah. figure it out. I I didn't spend too much time on it, so it probably could <laughs> figure it out. But his arch rival, uh, Bill lays stacks, <laughs> <laughs> is on the next episode. I hear they really get into it. <laughs> um, let's move on because we're we should. Um, do you want to move on to Craig? Okay, is Craig the guy that you said you liked who uh, is you said is like our friend Dan? No, 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 no. That's oh. Shep. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about Shep? Sure. First? I like people generally dislike Shep and I can't dislike I just can't stop liking him. Oh. I can't quit I can't okay. quit Shep. Is Shep the one who is who got in a fight with his girlfriend yes. with COVID? Okay, I do really want to talk about them. Okay, okay, so the background is that. the background is Shep, his girlfriend Taylor, Austin, Craig. Austin's girlfriend and Craig's girlfriend were all hanging out, and all of them got COVID except for Shep. And so Shep was like, "Hard pass, Taylor. See you later." Which was like, "I'm fine with that," but like she was like, uh, he felt she felt awkward, and so she had to quarantine with Craig because Shep was like, "Hard pass on you being anywhere near me," and she got mad about that. Well, I I agree with the conversation that was had on the show where, like, I think it's totally valid for him to be like, yeah, you know, don't want to get COVID, but you could just, like, be nicer and less cavalier about it. Like, he was talking about, like, oh, my therapist said it was too blunt, like, and yeah, I agree, but let's talk about when they were fighting initially, Mm. and apparently, like, the last texts she sent to him were like fuck off you're trash yeah what is that i don't mean to like get intrusive with you guys i don't know how you fight but like if anyone ever said fuck off you're trash that would be the end of it 
Well, you definitely called me a piece of shit. I know that. That's and I, I, I'm sure I've said when you said it. I'm sure I've said <laughs> "fuck off," but I don't think I would have said "fuck off." You're trash. That does seem no. That seems personal. And and as a as a for instance here, Dana, I yeah. have never said anything like that to Nicole because I would be deceased. I would be a dead person. <laughs> I, I, so. I would either be dead by her or like her dad will would have killed me. Because I was like, you know what? You're trash. I don't know how that would even work if I was just like, you know what? I I'm feeling pretty bold today. Uh you're trash. Like what what who even works himself up to that? I feel like that's Can you very imagine much- like saying that and then that not being like a deal breaker or just like that being something you say and then the next Again, she's very hot. And then the next conversation you have with them, you're just like are you mad? Like, yes, you bad. <laughs> I I will say I think that her the bigger issue that he was it was just like he was like bye I'll talk to you again in two weeks and I think that was her bigger issue rather than like yeah just that he didn't want to be around well, her. Shep is not gonna but like, Shep, surprise anybody by being like oh Shep uh, cracked uh, an equation that everybody was trying to wor- <laughs> was working on like that's not gonna be Shep no so, can like, I like her being like oh you know like that hurt my feelings he's very much still in the process of learning the world like it's okay for him like your forgiveness of him or you're like he's just a big dumb animal I, you know i'm not forgiving him. Love him i i'm saying there are certain people in this world who are what they are and if you don't want to be around that person that's fine that's your choice but if you are going to be around that person, you must know Shep is going to Shep. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so you either sure. accept it. I'm not Bless saying I would, heart. I certainly wouldn't date him. Uh, but it, like, you just have to be like, I'm okay with like, Shep's going to show up. He's going to probably sleep till two, be, get drunk at night. He's going to cheat on his girlfriends. And like, that's just Shep. And like, now is it because he's hot he can get away with it? I don't that? even think he's that hot necessarily. You like, just kind of like his vibe. I like his vibe. <laughs> I think he'd be. Man. I think he'd be a good hang. I should be trying to get away with way more stuff. Unbelievable. I would never. Uh, but I thought that their chemistry, like between him and his girlfriend, was interesting to me because I was like. Either you like each other or you don't, you know, and and it seemed like there were a lot of rules that were kind of being instituted based on past behavior. And maybe that is because he's kind of a, a Lothario or somebody who's just like hard to get Wait, a grasp on. About, What's that? What rules? I just seemed like she was trying to say, like, you need to be nicer to me uh, in some way. But I also felt like the COVID thing was like, yeah, he didn't want to be around you because you have COVID. Like, well, I also, also understand. I mean, that was almost like what happened with me where it's like, yeah, you can be nicer because even if you don't want to be around me, like you could like check on me. It sounds like he didn't even like want to like talk for two weeks. Yeah, right. I think that's what I, I like, also was got COVID. We're going to Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This. I also think though, like Shep is the kind of person like Danny mentioned this in one episode because Danny I know she was on this episode but she dated him like a hundred years ago and they're like buttons now and she was like she said of Madison like yeah I tried to be the cool girl once too it gets old pretty quick which I think is what happens with guys like that where you're like 
you feel like you're going to be like the cool girl who can like handle this like guy who's like kind of a player and he's going to be cool with you. And like, and he he's, he's like he you know, and like have a lot of people setting boundaries in his life. That's what like, I'm saying. Like is like generational wealth. That's what I'm saying. Is like women are I just like, I Oh, no I could be cool. Jobs that these guys have Do these guys, any of these guys have real jobs. Shep technically owns like two bars or something, but he's just like an investor. I don't think he, he doesn't like get up and go to a work, go to a job or anything. And Austin, like, brews the beer? Austin used to be a liquor, like, work for a liquor distributor, but he's trying to, like, he brewed a beer and is trying to create a brand of his own beer, um, which was just kegs at the time, so he, like, took a hit because... He was really trying to, like, play that up. He's like, this is my, this, this can of beer is my baby. And well, because- Madison acknowledge that. <laughs> well because he if if the bars are closed and you only have kegs there's no way to sell your beer right so like he was saying if i could get them in cans at least i could sell them at stores right well uh that guy seems like a loser and uh also (laughs) seems like a guy that i would not want to hang out with now maybe i'd be wrong he seemed like a fun hang he also like fully threw uh another girl under the bus when he was in the car well they were like i'm gonna try and bang her like somebody said that about the girl that was hanging out with him and he was like oh you dog go for it you know or whatever like when he was in a car with one of the other men no i believe john pringle was saying he wanted to bone madison and he was like yeah go for it right but that was post breakup okay but so that would have teed off austin who would yeah. not have liked that okay yeah. well in that sense go for it yeah who cares? <laughs> yeah i was just gonna say that was exactly your position like, yeah was like whatever <laughs> he just was, wasn't talking about her in a very nice way um it seemed like it was like i'm gonna go uh sleep with that woman i was like well you know they have to agree to it uh part of the process <laughs> um you know details details right but fellas me in the back seat being like oh, certainly we're not gonna rape like but maybe that's just southern culture you know i will say shep is the like he comes off how he comes off on the show and that's fine but he is probably the most openly liberal cast member like he he posts like um like on twitter and and all that now he has done some shitty things on twitter these like he made fun of like a homeless person one time and like everyone was like what a piece of shit which was shitty and i i'm but finally taking those homeless people (laughs) down a peg yeah good for you yeah unbelievable that's like a thing with uh comedy i like i i can remember hosting an open mic for many years and like everyone and it was in a neighborhood that had transient people and like every once in a while you'd get like a usually college kid come in and tell a joke always men telling jokes about homeless people (laughs) (laughs) you'd be like uh okay uh thanks for doing that (laughs) <laughs> like you'd have to go up after it and then like have to clean it up for the audience where you'd be like because our audience is pretty polite <laughs> and you'd be like ryan holman is not gonna book you for the guest house show <laughs> yeah you are no longer uh, a viable person to be around uh but sign up next week <laughs> it's gross regardless but especially if you're like a wealthy person who doesn't like get up every day and go to work like it's even gross yeah, oh, it was always college kids uh, that would make those types of jokes and honestly if you think about like uh major like comedians very rarely is a storyline that involves um like homeless or transient people like something that they touch on because they under you're, if you work at clubs you're usually in cities where you're around people a lot you know yeah but yeah that's not cool <laughs> don't do that 
Not at all. Do we want to move on to Craig, or is there more about Shep? No, let's talk about Craig. Another guy <laughs> wears a hat, I assume. <laughs> they all look like guys who want to look like they surf, only none of them surf. Craig is like the darker-haired one. Right. He is not. He is like Austin, not necess- Not like from wealth. Um, okay. He seems shorter too. He doesn't have a wealth of height. <laughs> um, but yeah, Craig, I mean, the first thing that he's really doing in that episode is talking to Austin about the breakup with Madison. And he's just like really, it, you could tell they've had this conversation many a time because at this point, Craig is just like very straightforward and is like, bro, she's done with you. Like, you need to stop talking to her or you're just going to like continue this cycle. And I like, yeah. I appreciated the, the, the straightforwardness. Like that's a friend calling you out on your shit. Well, and Craig in the early seasons kind of went through the same thing where he just like could not understand that his relationship was over. And it was like, it was like so cringe. He's like, he's kind of like sweet and I like him. But he's also kind of like very dumb. <laughs> Not I just shouldn't say dumb like that she has because the type. he actually because <laughs> one of the storylines of his the first season was that he had finished law school and like kept putting off taking the bar like over and over and over and over and he has since passed the bar so he's obviously a smart person but he just is very like a lot of dumb lawyers out there. Well, <laughs> I think he has a lack of motivation, but. His like, so I love a Bravo product, right? Like I love a skinny girl. I love a whatever else, you know. His product that he's put together, do you want to take a guess? Hats. No? Yeah, I was going to say hats. I don't know whether they're in the South. I have no idea. Waiters. <laughs> <laughs> Pillows. 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 Huh. There's money in that game. He, well, this season, they showed he got an uh, HSN HSN deal, which is huge. Like that's a huge deal. So he in the early seasons, he like to avoid working on studying and getting ready for the bar. He like decided he was like, I'm going to start sewing, and like he would just sew the funniest things. And then he was like, Look at these pillows, and I was like, He's just sewing squares, and I love it. And he got yeah, a line at HSN pillows. I don't know. <laughs> support Donald Trump. They're the second. They're going to be the second pillow in the game. Yeah. <laughs> to support okay. Donald Trump. No, they're like decorative pillows. They're not like they're not oh, like okay. to sleep on pillows. Interesting. Well, I felt like well, he the big thing that he did was the conversation he had with that woman who I said looked like Jessica Simpson. I can't really tell what she looked like because she was wearing sun, sunglasses. Yeah, right at the end. Huge sunglasses on her face. Um, because it just he was like, clear, like, that Austin was like, no promises, man. I'm not saying I'm not going to talk to her. So at the end, right. he goes to her and it's just like, you're the one who's got to step away. And I thought, see, as much as I appreciated him being a friend to Austin and, like, telling it to him straight, like, bro, like, it's, like, too far to go to her. And say, oh, yeah. You yeah. can only do so much. Tell your friend what you think. But then that's it. Like, you can't meddle. Yeah. Because I guess I was a little confused about the circumstances of it because it seemed like he was being like, you can't get married to another person because this guy who sleeps with a beer can still is in love with you. Is that kind of along the side of what was going on? (laughs) Sleeps with a beer can? Yeah. The Austin guy? 
Does he sleep with a beer can? He said he was going to do that. <laughs> but basically, uh, <laughs> he I was missed like, that part. <laughs> he was telling her, like, you can't get married, right? Or he was like, you got to break it off with this other guy. Because she was. No, I think he was saying that, like, I I thought he was maybe I misunderstood, but I thought he was saying like I get it. Austin's not ready to get married. You have a kid. You want like, th- but like you. That's why you got to like break it off with him because he's not ready to get married. But maybe I misunderstood that. Right. And the only thing, oh, sorry. The the lady him about that. The marriage thing was that Craig was saying, you know, when you picture walking down the aisle, that he's not at the end of it, and she was like, you're right. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's what it was. Oh, so that was him. Okay, I thought they were talking about another person. Uh, so that makes it clear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stupid. Um, so she, he was basically like, this guy's still, you, you're leading him on. Well, like, what, what, what right does that guy have to tell her to not lead him on? He doesn't. Because that would be like, if you're that hot, you should be able to lead on like as many people as you want, right? Just have a if whole. I was like, that hot, I would lead people on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I assume as a not hot person, I'm just like, yeah, heck yeah, good for that hot person. They should be like, should have a whole like fleet of people to be like, you know what? Maybe, right? Yep. Rihanna does this, right? Rihanna's the, and she's the hottest person I can think of. Yeah. But she's like, she's like Drake. I don't know. <laughs> what do you know, Drake? Hey, could be you. Might not be. Probably not right now. <laughs> Stay ready, Drake. Stay ready. <laughs> yeah, I think to Dana's point, like it is a it, that is a spot for you to say to your friend, like, "Hey, man, let it go." She obviously is not that into you. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, it's weird to go to her and say, "Like, you're leading Quit him." Yeah, my bro. <laughs> <laughs> when you yeah. lead on my bro. It hurts his heart. <laughs> I can't imagine saying that to a woman. I'd be like, uh, yeah, so you're really hot. And uh, my buddy here is, uh, you know, uh, conflicted. So I guess good job. I don't know. Good job and stop it. Also, this, it out. this is like, this is my like mantra of like when you break up with something, this is like, if you break up with someone. You are the asshole for a little bit. It doesn't matter if like you're if it's right like the I, like what the trouble comes with people like what, with people trying to be like, well, I don't want to be an asshole, so maybe I'll like give him a call back or I'll like go out to dinner with him or like I'll whatever. And so like you have to just like live in the fact that you're going to be an asshole for like two months maybe you'll be friends again someday but like the whole like i still want to be friends like a week like the next day you talk to that person it, it ain't gonna work no. it just it's not wait. you have to be the asshole for a little bit you, you just should, do just wait a couple of weeks and then just send them the silliest emoji it's <laughs> going to be a monkey that's just the gonna, way it is yeah so you're gonna want to be careful <laughs> when you send that okay why Okay, let's get. Um, we're coming up on time, so let's get to. Um, I think uh, there's there's women, but this show was this episode because it was the guys' dinner was pretty Dudes. guy focused. I do want to talk about um, something when Madison and Baba had the, uh, had the the Indian woman um, who was on the show. I feel like we're like she, she's no, she's Iranian. She's oh, Persian. Okay. So we're like we're painting over that, and I'm getting no. Her, I want to get to that because there was there was something during that scene that oh, okay. I really loved. I was gonna say we shouldn't skip that because that makes us seem. Uh, as bad as the people on the show. <laughs> no, we will get. I just said I want to get to that, but let's finish up with the guys. The last guy is John Pringle, which we kind of talked about, but he's hot though, right? 
I I don't. He had a nice body, like yeah. when he went in the pool, but he otherwise no. Pool bod. Now, Dana, when you're scoping bods, <laughs> uh, like, are you looking for a dude that's that like hairy? He's a hairy dude. I I pre yeah I appreciate hair yeah yeah I think I he had think it going on. It was sculpted though. It was very like almost like a tube. What? No, I meant the hair. Pringles. Oh, <laughs> I meant the hair. It wasn't like willy nilly. You know, what I think it wasn't I... just a bag all over the place. No, it, it was, was very it was like concise. It was very like Hugh Jackman in Wolverine. You know, it was just like all. It was. Yeah, it was it's like taking care of like that. That's the what I'm body, saying. That's part. Like I said. Yeah. I know some gentlemen who think Hugh Jackman's. I know. <laughs> what I'm saying is it was I like, it heard. wasn't just like wild, untamed, like 70s fat dude hair. You know, it was yeah, like, it was taken care shoulders, of. Yeah. But now I think my problem with Pringle and the reason I don't necessarily find him attractive is like, I think he is very like faux country. Like he, he comes up with his like, his like, plaid shirts on he's just like well i'm so bumbly i don't have anything nice to wear to to patricia's party and it's just like and he's like where's his like little like hat like his trucker hat but like it's it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like yeah just cough right into that mic what well i think what you're saying is that he's lazy because like when when his ex-wife comes over and his kids are just like staring right into their like uh their video game machines and he like his house looked kind of messy and stuff no he seemed lazy to me like in that in that sense and maybe like kids are a handful for sure but like that was the vibe my kids watched like, approximately my kids watched approximately three hours of spongebob today and i'm fine with it no i kind of to both your points there's like a fake like bumbling like i feel like he wants to come off as like Oh, oh I don't know what I'm doing and yeah, uh, yeah. whatever. And it's like, no, you do. You just Mitch McConnell. <laughs> yeah, or Mitch McConnell's like, oh well, we want to pass that stimulus for everybody. Gosh shucks, and you're just like, you're the devil. <laughs> you stupid bag of. Well, skin. I wouldn't. Jeez, right? Louise. That that was uh quite a comparison. So it was a leap. It was a leap. I'd say, like Southern gentleman. Uh, I guess like Jimmy stewart or something like that like where there's like kind of pretending to be um all my references are 200 <laughs> years old <laughs> but it's the christmas time so like jimmy stewart when he's trying when he's like well you know mary will we'll, we'll throw a lasso around the moon or whatever when i she's feel like that bush you guys know it's a wonderful i life, feel right? like you you have been waiting to do your impression of mcconnell no <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. No, it's just like he reminds me of Jimmy Stewart. He's like a good-looking dude, and he kind of plays this like standoffish character for the ladies. Like I think that's like part I agree, of who Jimmy but Stewart like was okay, okay. Crack a book on Jimmy Stewart. I know, but I'm just saying. I I felt like it was a phony, like like brawny man, like I'm burly and like I'm just a I'm just a tough guy. No, no, like I'm just like a small country lawyer kind of thing <laughs> sure yeah i'm sure yeah mr smith goes to washington kind of thing god damn it okay we're moving on i want to say like two things <laughs> about Jimmy i want to say two things about pringle one i liked the thing with his kid where he was like you don't have to continue with this sport but we don't rage quit was it a sport or whatever it was 
He was like, you don't just get frustrated and quit in the moment. His child? Yeah. There was like was some... Like video it was baseball, wasn't it? He was playing baseball. They were doing batting cages, I recall. Yeah, yeah. That might, uh, might have been that. Second thing, the way he b- cooked his bacon. He just put that whole block of bacon right in there. Oh, yeah. Didn't sep- he didn't separate out those he's pieces. Lazy. I think he's lazy. <laughs> I wouldn't even cook. <laughs> he's just like, his kids are like, there's no rules when we're at dad's house. I was like, I think that just means he doesn't pay attention to you guys. He called them crackheads. It's like you're running around like crackheads. <laughs> <laughs> oh fine, fine my god! If I could tell you the things my grandfather called me as a child. Okay, so let's. It was well, head. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic. Let's finish this up with the Pat Madison and Leva uh, cocktail they they had on. Yes. The, side note. Patricia did drink a beer at that low boil, and I was I like low boil, lo, low country boil. <laughs> yes. and didn't she have one of them poured in a glass? So she's like, so no one knows what it a is. wine glass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I loved. I loved that. But she was drinking it because it was Austin's like homebrew. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was nice. She's being a good host, you know, or whatever. And oh, it's, it's Austin's little you know science experiment that he does <laughs> to stay busy. My my other. Patricia thing I just want to bring up yeah. is I love that Michael asked what section of the newspaper do you want me to put down at your place for the crab mm-hmm. boil? And she was like, the financial section. <laughs> and then just moved on. I don't know what it is about them. Like there was on an other on a previous what would, episode. What would your guess have been? Like what section would you have guessed she would have said? Well, I, I can't believe it mattered what section. The newspaper was down for the mess of the crab, not for reading. Oh, so that was, I felt like that was a, um, when they came down, I felt like her and her butler, Michael, mm-hmm. like had written and planned jokes. They probably did. Like, Again, her they, son is the producer of the show. Some of it seemed planned, like it was this fun little skit they were doing, which I found like so endearing. I was like, yeah. oh, it's not funny, but it's like at least like it, it's it's heartening to see these two people who care about each other. They 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 quar- like during the beginning they like straight quarantined, like they wouldn't let anyone in or out. And there was a scene where like she made Michael go out and cut lemons from the tree in their yard, and it was just that's literally all he did was walk outside, put a like step stool up, and cut lemons. And I was like, this is the best. I loved it. It was make that a show. <laughs> So that Madison that was coming over, yeah. she was the was well, she was the monkey um, no, emoji center. No, no, Madison is Austin's ex girlfriend. Oh, now ex. The, the, I think the blonde the, woman, and then the Iranian woman that you had mentioned before, Leva. Leva, who they both were dressed very beautifully. You have to when you go to Miss. You have to. Like, she makes you formally dressed when you come to the, her house. They all seem very charming in in that instance, and they and were no kind matter of, how much they were dressed up or anything. They were taken aback when Michael was describing what they were eating and everything, and he called sour cream pedestrian. <laughs> yeah. Even they were like, that's a little much. Yeah, but he was like creme fraiche. I was like, creme fraiche over sour cream? Like, first of all, creme fraiche is just French. If you're Nordic, you don't use use sour cream like even in the you know even in europe so it's not like it's not like she she it's just like specifically french you know what i mean <laughs> and if that's what you want to call like 
let me defend, let me stand up and fucking defend sour cream on its merits. Mm -hmm. It's also like very American, you know, like, I'm sorry, but sour cream has its place at my dinner table. Sorry, Michael, that was the one bad thing Michael did. I, but it was also for show. I love like, sour cream, but I can't eat it. I do think it's pedestrian. Fair. <laughs> Tough but fair. Came out at the end of the call. I guess, like, my 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 problem would be like, yeah, I love it. It's pedestrian, but it's also like fucking great. Like nacho <laughs> cheese is pedestrian. I agree. It's fucking awesome. See, I'm saying like I don't know that pedestrian means bad, and for me. Because well, like yeah, you are on. You're down. The I love. Street. I love a mayonnaise. I love a sour cream. But they would probably say mayonnaise could be. I don't aioli. need an. He meant it negatively. Though. Yeah, mayonnaise is French though. It's. Like, I don't need an aioli. You know what I mean? I'll I'll go straight to mayonnaise. Right, but mayonnaise is like French. I mean, it, it basically the same thing. Whatever. Uh-huh. Now the thing I will that that like double shocked me after after the sour cream is pedestrian was. He served the caviar on a potato chip. And I want to be clear that I do think serving it on a Bellini is... is pedestrian? Pedestrian. It's day class A. You know what I mean? It's old school. It's, it's, it's run its course. A Bellini suck too. Yeah. But a potato chip. How dare you call sour cream pedestrian and then serve them a potato chip? But that does sound good. The, my question for Dana is, have you ever had a... Like, have you ever had caviar? No. Okay. Absolutely. We're, my goal for post quarantine is you and me will have caviar. We'll go somewhere. We'll try. We'll do caviar together. Can we do caviar? And then, in anticipation of not liking it, can we do the pickle wraps? <laughs> yeah, we can do that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. What do you think his stance on cream cheese is? Pedestrian. Yeah, <sighs> but don't you use it in those like little fancy tea ca- like tea sandwiches Probably that you have for during tea? Necessary evil, if you will. <laughs> Uh, where would we even go for like I'm so pedestrian I don't even know where we would go for we'll figure it out we're gonna have caviar in 2020 we don't know what hope do we have I don't know yeah I'm the most twee of all of us I'm assuming (laughs) yes we've got West Dallas South Chicago South Suburbs of Chicago and me (laughs) I was putting mayonnaise and sour cream on everything that's fine by me I thought that their conversation was interesting I just felt like the, the, what they were talking about was um, that woman who was who we've said is hot and horrible, and like no. she was maybe more interesting. Oh, I was like Catherine was not there, <laughs> but they were talking about her. <laughs> yes, yes. She is kind of that's like she has some energy, like straw that serves to drink kind of energy. Yeah, and, and she like, does. It's obvious why, but like also the, the the producer of the show, her son, should have the balls to be like let's cut ties with this person who is very problematic and maybe that's an issue with the show well he is secretly in love with Catherine. is that right yeah for oh, sure that's so sad but my mo- mother would never allow such a oh yeah because she was like i'd just as soon wash my hands of it so like, she hated her she in the first did. season and then because she loved uh thomas ravenaugh then Thomas was like a horrible monster. So she like took Catherine under her wing and was like, I love Catherine. But then since all this happened and then she started kind of like 
after the Thomas thing, she started kind of dating by dating. I mean, fucking Whitney every once in a while. And so then she didn't like her. And then she kind of took her under her wing and she liked her. And now this season, she's like, I'm washing my hands of her. So we're, we've gone, we've gone in circles, but the, yeah, it's Whitney is totally secretly in love with her. Oh, she slept with that guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. What? Why didn't you tell me that? It's a revelation. <laughs> did you know that, Dana? I did not know that. No. I think Catherine, Catherine may have, may have slept with most of the cast. And I, I'm not like slut shaming her. She's allowed to sleep with whoever she wants. Well, but yeah. But like, maybe Shep as well. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't remember. But yeah. Well, Shep. I think everyone slept with Shep. <laughs> oh well, good for them. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I just find it interesting that that's part of the narrative that's sort of unsaid here. Yeah. Um, Sorry, should I brought that up earlier? Yeah, that would have felt like that would have made. <laughs> well, I feel like Whitney's sense. barely part of the show anymore. Like he was quarantining with his mom, which is why he was part of the show. But mother, yeah, it's a very mother boy situation. <laughs> well, yeah, I felt like yeah, that's interesting to me. What's what's her deal with old dudes? <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> money could be money. <laughs> so w- the last thing I wanted to mention was I almost I should have sent it to you, but like the the theme song for this show, which they very rarely, they don't always play, but like in the beginning when they like they would show like last time on, and then it would be like this happened, they'd be like he's got more honey. <laughs> it's like my favorite <laughs> thing on the planet. <laughs> The, the very beginning of this sh- so they didn't do the theme song on this episode which they don't always do but at the very beginning of the episode when they do like the last time on in between the clips they'll do this like little like jazzy song number did you did you notice it yes well you've also been listening to me ba- sing ba- it ba- ba- <laughs> <laughs> weird. it's weird it's so good oh i just wanted to mention that i've been singing that i sing that all day every day yeah. like when the season is on so it's traumatizing yeah all right anything else so we were coming up on time here so i mean what i would say is except for patricia and michael i guess like if you want like southern charm watch my big fat fabulous life like oh Okay. Sense. Yeah. Um, I felt like I saw the beauty of like the the places better. Like mm-hmm. that's my recommendation. All right. Just send that that gal from My Big Fat Fabulous Life to live with Patricia and Michael, and then cut everybody else out. You know what they could do? They could send Whitney from My Big Fat Fabulous Life and her mother, because then it'd be Whitney, Whitney, and then those two old ladies. Yes. That would be a good show. Yeah. I would watch that. Yeah. Because the woman from My Big Five Fabulous Life, she's compelling and she's interesting. And, yeah. You know. And yeah, the mom is so Southern. Yeah. Right. Rescued. She's cool. Um, I would also. Can uh, we throw Buddy in there too? Him and him and Michael probably could have some good, like her, her friend that, her pl- very platonic friend. They do not love each other. Okay. Let me, let me propose this show to you. Okay. So we, we've obviously established that we like the Southern moms. Right. Yeah. So what if we have like a Southern Mamas X-Men kind of thing where it's Patricia, it's Whitney from A Big Fat Fabulous Life. And, then, mom, it, and mean. then it's who's the woman from uh, Real Houses of Dallas, the mom? <laughs> Deandra's mom. What's her name? Deandra. <laughs> that woman. 
she is get them in a i'm i'm scared of just you mentioning her like (laughs) i want that to be a show i want them just like going on little like not you know how they send like there would be like queer eye where you send the the group in to like solve a problem Mm -hmm. but you send them Mm -hmm. in and they just point out the problem (laughs) no solutions now the problem is (laughs) you're the problem sweetie goodbye so they just read they just go in and read everybody and then they leave oh god i would watch that (laughs) absolutely would we'll have to figure out what i forget that one's name but she would be like, Deandra. It's D Simmons. It's yeah. like, she's just, because I, I, I don't know if Deandra's a, whatever, it doesn't matter. That. Yeah, this show is yeah, that's uh, good. not compelling enough for me, but mm. there's people on it who are compelling. That's what I would say. Well said. Well said. Would you watch this show again, Dana? I, no. I, <laughs> I mean, I would recommend watching it from the beginning because it's exceptionally, this is a, a strange season, but it's exceptionally compelling in the beginning for sure. All right. All right. Well, thank Thanks you, Dana. Thanks for having me on your show. Ladies. Yeah. Well, do you have any plugs? <laughs> I don't. I've been turning no. down shows. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll have you back. Yeah. I'll, I'll plug uh, Michael Keefe's launching a new podcast. People should go check it out. It's called Education from Education. Oh. Go check it out. He's been a guest on our show, um, and he's really funny. It's about education, so go check that out. All right. And I got a virtual show on December 30th. Um, Francesca Hong, who is from uh, Madison. Who's awesome. Yeah. she um, She's having a virtual show to fundraise for future races. Uh, political races. Nice. In the state blue. All right. Love that. Awesome. Well, it's great to see you, Dana. Yeah. yeah. Good to see you guys too. All right. Uh, we, we, you can follow us on Twitter at TO underscore pod and on Instagram at welcome to reality MKE. And all right. 